right. Grace Ann Helbig, the first, the host of Not Too Deep, the podcast that you are about to listen to. Please don't shut it off. Please. Just give me half a chance because this episode, guess what, is exciting. It is, uh, it's finally my opportunity to sit down with someone that I have silently, well, not so silently, I have fangirled over this guest for a long time um, to myself and to others, and now you get a chance to listen to it firsthand. It's Megan Batoon with me on the podcast this week. Megan, if you don't know, is a really, really funny, entertaining YouTuber, dancer, uh, comedian, the beautiful human. She has amazing eyebrows, which you'll be able to see firsthand through this podcast. Uh, but I got a chance to actually like sit down and have a conversation with her, which was really fun because she's someone that I've wanted to talk to for a long time. So I implore you to enjoy this episode of Not Too Deep with the one, the only Megan Batoon. We are rolling. This is so exciting. I'm here with Megan Batoon. We're doing it. I am so excited. Megan, I like, this is so embarrassing to admit, but I've like stalked you for the past like year and a half. It's <laughs> when I felt, I don't know even how I found your videos, story yeah, of the internet. Right. I mean, uh, but I'm like, I'm obsessed. Uh Aww. How, for those that don't know, how did you get started in the YouTube space? Uh, Ryan Higa and Dietrich used to live together, um, right across the street from me. And one day Ryan needed two girls in his Justin Bieber parody video. Oh, so you just happened to be his neighbor. Well, my roommate was really good friends with him at the time. Okay. So I don't even think I knew Dietrich, uh, at this point. And they were like, Hey, just come over. And we were in that video. And then they just were like, Oh, you live right there. We'll just use you for all the girl bits we have. And then after that, yeah, they were like, you should probably start your own channel because people are like commenting a lot. And I was like, okay. Okay. Wait, where was this in where? North Hollywood. Oh, in North Hollywood, here in Los yeah. Angeles. Oh, there. Are you from Los Angeles? Mm-mm, from Florida. I moved here like four years ago. You're from Florida. <laughs> yeah. Do you get that a lot? Yep. Florida. And then everybody is. <laughs> and then all the bad Florida jokes come out, and I'm like, it's not the best place. But <laughs> now I'm from New Jersey, so uh, Jack and I are both from New Jersey, so we get that too. But Florida, I don't think it's bad. To me, and Elliot Morgan was here, and he's also oh, yeah. from Florida. Yeah. And same with Cody Johns, who's also from Florida. I'm just totally confused by Florida. I think everyone (laughs) is completely confused by Florida. Yeah. That it's literally anything goes. Yeah. Uh, But it seems like everyone's having a great time. (laughs) Seems like a fun space for everyone to exist in. It's Uh, very interesting. I will say that. Where in Florida are you from? I was born in Jacksonville, but lived all my life in Orlando. I think Elliot is also from Orlando. You lived in Orlando? Yeah. Not in Disney World. Everybody uh, thinks that. I, yeah, I mean, like, that's <laughs> literally, I mean, it's my immediate. Your follow-up question was which castle? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what princess are you? <laughs> uh, what, what, what's it like growing up in Orlando? Not weird. I totally not. It's like, I mean, it must, it must be just like regular suburban town yeah, city. Yeah, I wouldn't say like I live on like Walt Disney Boulevard. Like it's 45 minutes out from Disney still. Sure. But technically Orlando. Do but. you still enjoy Disney or is that like so you're so desensitized to it being right there? I actually have never been to Disney for pleasure. Oh, I've really? I've only been there for cheerleading for competition. Pain. <laughs> for pain. <laughs> I torture myself there. Oh, for cheerleading competitions. For cheerleading. We always have them at Disney World. You were a cheerleader. Yes. I, okay. 
the, I have a uh, complete and utter respect. I grew up doing gymnastics. Oh, and, cool. uh, and there was always this like rivalry of like cheerleaders versus gymnasts when I was growing up. But a few years ago, I saw the Penn and Teller um, special where they like debunked the myth that cheerleading isn't quote unquote a sport. Okay. And it was amazing because they like really went into like how intense it is. Yeah. And I just... It blew my mind. I had like a completely new respect for the entire sport. I also used to watch like the uh, huge cheerleading competitions. On ESPN and stuff. Yeah. That's the thing. People think it's not a sport because they see like rah, rah, like what's in Greece and stuff. Right. And that's not it. That's not it at all. Like there's more injuries in a cheerleading gym than like on the football field. And it's completely different, like competitive. It's hard. Wow. So how long did you do cheerleading for? Ever. Forever. <laughs> it's, you're cheerleading right now. I'm doing it right now. Um, for a long time, I think I, I got on my first squad at like ooh, I, in 2000. And then I stopped cheerleading for dance in 2009. Oh, that's only nine years? Nine that, years. That's still. Like all my, middle school and high school through the whole thing. Wow. And so then you move from cheerleading into dance. Mm-hmm. Because for those of you that don't know, Megan is an incredible dancer. Thank you. Uh, and that's like one of the, when people are like, hey, what's something that you wish you could do? I'm like, dance and sing. Yes, are two sing. things I wish Ugh. that like, because they feel like, uh, or they seem like they feel like very like just natural expressions. Right. Uh, but that's actually one of my questions was, what does dancing well feel like? Because <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I, <laughs> My uh, dancing has been described as my brother as very aerobic, <laughs> which means that I just jump. I just jump up and down. That's the start and of I, it. And I like punch my arms to the side. <laughs> and that's my dancing. Any movement is dancing if it's to the beat. There you so go. There you don't go. feel too bad. Um, uh, is that weird? If I uh, Dancing well feels like. Um, I, dancing in general feels awesome. Yeah. I, I do like choreographing a lot more than freestyling. I know a lot of dancers could just like kind of I guess technically if you were a singer just like riff and sing whatever you want sure but uh I don't like that I'm really control freaky so hey (laughs) aren't we all that's what we were just talking to Lisa about how YouTube just breeds an inherent group of control freaks (laughs) that's all we are yeah Yeah. that's what it is yeah so I really like uh like starting from the beginning finding a song and just being like this sounds like something that I've gone through and I don't have to say anything. Sometimes I'm not like the best with words. So I like to... Oh, please. You're a pun master. <laughs> we'll get to that. Uh, if you don't know, you should know that it... I didn't understand what puns... Are. I mean, I... You know. I loosely get it. Hannah always yells at me and Mamrie for saying we don't know what puns are. <laughs> so all we do is rhyme words together. <laughs> and I feel like after watching your videos, like, oh, oh I get what puns are. I get, I they're, get it. they're different than what I do. <laughs> uh but so, like, you you just kind of feel a song. Yeah, I'll listen to it. And then I usually see the video before I see the dance move because I always do, like, dances and then Oh, you see, like, the video that you want to make for Yeah. Oh. So I'll, like, conceptualize it. And then I'll be like, okay, well, this one's going to be in, like, a gala setting. So I'm going to have to do something that makes sense there and then go, like, oh, there's a lot of wordplay. So that's, I think, why I like puns yeah. so much because if, if they said, like, I'm going to be terrible at an example when you can't see it. Sure. Um, But if they said something like rock, like an actual rock, then I would like take that and do like a guitar rock 
for oh, it. So cool. it's like a pun, but body pun. Whoa. Almost. Yeah. So there's a lot of like wordplay in a lot of my choreography that I like to figure out. Well, shit. Now I have to go back and rewatch all of it and find that level of entertainment. Uh, here, The thing that I didn't realize is that there is the whole genre of dance video on YouTube yeah. that I hadn't noticed before. I got exposed to people like Dietrichs and yourself and uh, and then a bunch of other people. And it's really interesting because it's 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 really creative and it's a lot of storytelling yeah. that I didn't – because I watched uh, – what's the dance on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watched Dietrich's show Dance, dance On. Dance Showdown, right. Or Dance Showdown, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, and I thought that was really fun. I watched because Hannah was on it. And oh, it is, cool. It is one of the most embarrassing things <laughs> I've ever seen. If you ever want to see Hannah dance with a bunch of shoes, uh, watch Dance Showdown. Uh, but I thought it was really cool and really interesting. And then it led me into all of this, like, this alleyway of, of this genre. And I think it's so, so cool. Is that kind of, like, new or... Uh, like for you, how long have you been doing like dance videos? Oh god! Well, I had the dance channel first before I met Ryan and Dietrich, so oh, okay. I would just upload my videos. It was different than what's online now. Mm-hmm. A lot of it was like rehearsal footage or just like classes or something. Sure. And then there was this wave of like concept videos where you couldn't put out choreography unless there was some sort of like really over dramatic bad acting kind of like <laughs> I'm very sad. <laughs> dance about it I gotta dance it out <laughs> yeah so uh once that started to get super popular I did like a spin-off of it and just kind of made fun of it yeah but still in a way that made sense like all all the videos I put out now still like start out with like some sort of sketch comedy yeah and then the problem arises and then you solve it via dance and then in the end like you're the, the butt of the joke essentially that's awesome so uh I started to go along with the flow but still like going against it and uh yeah i think it's it is very storytelling driven now well there's a lot of class videos that are super popular and that's how people are getting on allen and stuff but yeah i watch um there's this one dance video <laughs> of this like 12 year old kid in a dance class i think his name's like daniel something daniel you or something like that okay. he's dancing to a lady gaga song <laughs> and it's like him and maybe like eight other like i don't know 10 year old girls and he is destroying it. And I watch that to pump myself up. <laughs> I just imagine that I'm him. And it's amazing. I watch it. I think he's dancing to applause. And it's like he's just like going nuts. And there's all these like other like adult dancers in the background that are like cheering him on. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> Oh, it's it's I I it's, I've made my friends watch it too many times because they don't feel it the way I feel it. <laughs> uh, you're like holding their heads. You're like, watch this. I, I'm in. literally like bobbing my head with it as if I'm vicariously <laughs> dancing through his body, and it's just it's really pretty stupid. But it's like um, it. it's like my physical form of jock jams. Just like <laughs> amps me up. I wish I could dance. Uh, are you a TV or reality television watcher? I have not watched much reality TV besides 
uh, every now and then, like America's Best Dance Crew when my friends were on. Uh, yeah, I was gonna ask, do you watch any of the reality like dance shows? No. Yeah. <laughs> but I just watched Keeping Up with the Kardashians the other day at the gym. Holy <laughs> mess. I love it. Not oh. only did you watch that show, but you watched at the gym, which I can only imagine is like a full body experience at that point. What was your impression? I really liked it. Yeah, I. Here's it's the thing. good. It's, it's not the worst. It's not the worst thing that exists in the television arena. I, yeah, I've caught myself like keeping up with the Kardashians. <laughs> <laughs> it's really like Chloe has a great sense of humor. Yeah. I think that she's very self aware. I think they're all at this point like, you know, very maybe hollow puppets that are like self aware of themselves. I mean, I can't even imagine the life that they live on a daily oh, basis. No. It's insane. I could never, but I was a newfound fan of Kendall. Immediately after five minutes of it. Like, they're all decked out in makeup, and Kendall's just like, everybody's beautiful. Like, of course you would say that. Look at your face. Oh, my gosh. It's, I don't even know how many seasons it's had on the air, but I've, I think I've maybe watched collectively three episodes, four episodes in total, and it always ends with, like, someone throwing someone's clothes out a window that's, like, perfectly placed because the camera's already on the ground, like, catching the clothes falling out the window. It's, uh, it's, I, uh, started following Kylie and Kendall on Instagram. Yeah. Do you do that? I do. Yep, I do. It, it tells a story. Can... It tell. I mean, Kylie's especially. She's insane. I. She does it. I don't understand what's what's happening but i appreciate i guess the artistry that is being um being expressed she i mean she's got great lighting in all of her photos i know she does how does it happen how do you have a are there people that you follow on social media that are just like your guilty pleasures or like go-tos that you're like yes give me something (laughs) anything at all yeah i literally i follow like 12,000 French Bulldogs on Instagram just that to feel. hilarious. <laughs> it's, it's a great time. It's also a sad time. <laughs> you look at how many things you're following. Oh, man, I don't know if I do. I mean, I follow a lot of fashion blogs, a lot of... Is it a fashion blog if it's on Instagram? Fashion Instagrams. Sure. Yeah, and then a lot of... Inter- everything else is interior, like that's every my, other one. Okay, that's my, my next area. You are <laughs> huge into Pinterest, DIY, all of it. Yeah, I, was, I went to your bathroom. And on the way out, I got a glimpse of your room. And internally, I thought, how does Grace sleep? Because I would just keep my eyes open to look at this stuff. Uh, I cannot believe it's, uh, it. I, I, well, I feel like this is the beginning of me being an adult and, like, taking care and kind of, like, actually thinking about the furniture that I own. Right. Uh, because I lived in New York for so long in an apartment where it was just like hand-me-downs and kind of like Ike- Ikea wreckage everywhere mm-hmm. <laughs> in the hopes of like, eventually one day I will live in a place where I care about the things I'm surrounded by. Right. And so I feel like I'm finally starting to do that because in Los Angeles it's a lot easier to kind of like have space. Um, but I watch your DIYs. I watch like your cooking videos, all of that. It seems like you are super up on interior design what has been I guess this is like a selfish personal question sorry (laughs) listeners I just want to know this for myself what's the best DIY that you've ever done or seen oh man oh goodness well here's the thing I don't know if you saw 
upstairs in my other room, I have a desk that I covered in marble. Uh, what's Contact called? paper? Yeah. Because That's I, what I did too. I, because I watched your <laughs> video of you doing it and I literally was like, the fuck is that? You can put marble stickers on your wood table and make it look like it's actually yes. marble. And then I bought it and then I completely bought the wrong size. It's a mess. <laughs> it looks really shitty up close. But from a distance, if you squint and it's dark outside, it looks great. All the time. People like sometimes people try to move it and they're like, whoa, this is light. And I'm like, yeah, I'm a fraud. But yeah, good thing you brought that up because I wouldn't have even thought of that. That is the best one for sure. It's amazing. Contact paper on anything. Do you, okay, so what's, uh, what's like your go-to DIY, like blogs, vlogs, videos, Instagram posts? Oh my goodness. Or do you just like, okay, teach me how to Pinterest <laughs> because I do not understand. How does it work? You go on there and then you just look up something? Yeah. Okay. That's <laughs> fun, doesn't it? Literally, like, I've gone on there numerous times and I've just been overwhelmed by it that yeah. I don't even know where to begin or how to begin. Okay, what I do is I go on it and immediately I block off like two hours of my day because I know I'm going to be there. So I go on it and I see what's on the homepage. And I don't know if I'm following anyone or anything. I just literally go on it for like future anything. Okay. So if I see something I like, I pin it to a certain board and then every couple months. How many boards do you have? I don't know, maybe like five. Okay, how are they defined? I've got interior, I have personal, I have uh, fall and winter, spring and summer, and then design. Damn. So I think I have an athletic. An athletic, (laughs) why not? So, yeah, the the cool thing about Pinch is that, like, a lot of people don't know this, Mm -hmm. or I don't really know if... I here we go. I know so, nothing. Teach me everything. <laughs> so once you pin something or even before, you click on it uh-huh. and then usually it's a picture of what it's going to link through to. So if you okay. see like a bomb ass pillow, I don't know any, why anyone would I thought get. you were going to say if you see a bomb. I was like this took a turn. <laughs> I should report this. Yeah. So if you see a really great anything, yeah. you click on it and you could see where you could get it from. So that's how uh, I've gotten a lot of stuff. Goddamn. And that- like for birthdays and Christmas presents, like follow your friends on Pinterest and see what they've pinned and just go to the click through links and then order it. And then you don't have like you don't get them something that they're not going to like. Shit. This is so helpful. <laughs> damn it. Just encourage everyone to get Pinterest boards for your own sanity of buying gifts for them. Oh, that's so great. Yeah. Oh, man. There go. Sorry, Jack Ferry, if I never schedule another episode of Not Too Deep because I'm too busy Pinteresting for the rest of my life. Uh, wow. Okay. Well, thank you for opening up the yeah. K-hole. Um, okay, next question. Guacamole question mark? Oh, my. Yes. That's the entire question, entire right? Entire question. The entire answer is yes. <laughs> all of the guacamole, all of the time. Yeah, I'm big into guacamole. I know people think it's for, like, basic bitches, and I'm as basic <laughs> as they come because I love it so much. Though, I can do without... The tableside making of the guacamole. Yes. Don't need to see that. Uh, I don't understand why that's a thing. I don't know where it started. I don't know why the one thing on the menu that needs to be made. It's just like, watch me pour things into a bowl in front of you. Uh, But no. They're just showing off. We get it. How? Oh, okay. 
I've asked some people this before, but I'm curious about it. So I was trying to think of this this morning because I think it changes on a daily basis based on like where you're at emotionally. What, uh, what audience? It can be, you know, live event. It can be movie theater. It can be, you know, a couple friends. What audience do you think is the best to unload a hot dog gun into? Or hot dog cannon. Is that the official name? What's the name of the thing that shoots hot dogs into an audience? Cannon. Jack let's Trevis. Just, let's just go with hot dog cannon while I look it up. Hot dog cannon. One of my favorite things. What do you think is the best audience to kind of like uh, explode that onto? I would think definitely a live audience. No, like big venue. Sure. Uh, uh, can you be more specific? Oh, what like kind what of show? Of- like, are we at a Taylor Swift concert? Are oh. we in an Oprah audience? Are we at uh, a Gwyneth Paltrow TED Talk? What's happening <laughs> here? Oh, man. I mean, if we wanted to be generous, probably like a... Hot dog anonymous <laughs> meeting, yeah, like a, a vegans club. It's like let's launch this hot dog cannon into the audience of this vegan club. Uh, I was thinking the the first time I brought this up, I forget who I was talking to, but I brought it up because um, I, I I did something on the Meredith Vieira show, and I was so um, startled by how. Um, aggressively excited her audience was okay they were like middle-aged women like late 40s 50s 60s all wearing pastel sweaters (laughs) and they were so fucking excited about everything that all I could think about was like this would be like amazing if we just like bunch of people ran out with hot dog cannons in this audience they'd be so (laughs) excited but they wouldn't understand why and they would just love it they'd be on board they'd be waiting with their mouths open to just touch (laughs) everything freeze i mean (laughs) have you gone to any show like have you been in the audience of any uh talk shows since you've been in la no oh talk or any of like uh any stuff like any la centric like tv kind of stuff because diane was talking the other day about being in the audience for ellen and how like amped by association of everyone else being amped in that audience you feel really that, like you lose yourself <laughs> in this like crowd of excitement that they build you up so much for any guest that could come out that you just are like manic no matter who it is that is so funny like yeah. what happened to diane they're like the ellen show diane yeah diane was like <laughs> they could have said anyone and i was like out of my chair <laughs> leaping with like just like the most pure fervor that uh, is hilarious amazing i uh i found it it is a hot dog cannon I found, oh and you have a visual that's for a us. very large that's, that looks like a photoshop that looks that's definitely the, that's the philly fanatic oh. shooting the hot dog cannon okay at philly fans thank god thank god for that <laughs> wow. so thank you for bringing this to my attention because i didn't know this existed and yeah I, that's I love be, the philly fanatic that's so. your pinterest right there <laughs> i'm gonna pin this to my board God bless. This is going on my autumn board. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So how long have you been in California, in Los Angeles? I think four years without doing math. Four years. Mm -hmm. Uh, What has been the best and the worst about being in Los Angeles? Oh, gosh. I think the best is being close to so many cool things all the time. Like all the time. In Orlando, there was Disney World. And there was one comedy club that they would do improv at, like, 
three nights a week. And oh, yeah, because you're in, like, ha- you've done comedy out here, right? Like you're doing improv and that sort of thing. I've taken an improv class once, but I, I wouldn't say that I do it. I love it and I respect it, but it just gives makes me feel like I'm going to die. <laughs> just like, I can't think of this. I don't remember my name. Like, I don't know anything. So uh, I, I do really enjoy stand up, though, more than anything. And yeah. here you can go every single day to five million different places. I think that's my favorite part about LA. And the worst part, the tickets. Oh my Lord. Parking tickets? Parking tickets. <laughs> this is the worst part about being in LA. I'm not even kidding. It is true. Yeah. It's a, uh, the car becomes this like pet that you have to like <laughs> yeah. maintain. And it's, it's very bizarre. Uh, I, yeah, I lived in New York before being here and didn't have to worry about that. And now it's like, oh yes, this is this is a thing. Every time I go somewhere, I have to like map out in my head what the parking situation right. is going to be. And if not, I because I panic. I just like purely panic, and it's like fight or flight, and it's always flight. It's always <laughs> flight. And Never so, not flight. No, and I will like I'll walk a mile if I have to, rather than like circle back and try and find yep. parking again. It's a uh, it's pretty ridiculous. It's a mess. Um, so before we take a quick break and get into Twitter questions, there are two questions that I ask every single guest that's on the podcast. Okay. And the first question is, who uh, at this current moment in your life would you most want to throw cold spaghetti at? Is that a bad thing? <laughs> it's. A completely uh, personal interpretation. For me, cold spaghetti isn't the best thing. It's not like a good job. <laughs> it's a, It's more like a, a passive aggressive fuck you. <laughs> uh, but it doesn't, you know, it, it's nonviolent. But oh, in, uh, man. But it's, and I would, I don't, currently, you know what? I would throw it in the face of my younger brother, Tim, right now. <laughs> Not because, like, I'm upset with him for any reason. I just want to, like, wake him up a little bit. Be like, hey, <laughs> respond to my text messages. That would be really cool. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. This, uh, this is not mean, I hope. But I would like to, <laughs> my roommate just went on a diet, and she's asking me all these questions about, like, what not to eat. Oh, gosh. And every time she gets, like, close to a carb, I'm going to, like, I just like stare at the ice and I'm like, are you, are you really going to do this to yourself? <laughs> oh, she's I doing just, like the no carb thing? Like a low carb, but just like oh. sh- no sugars, no breads, mm. no fries, pretty much. So I just want No wanna, fun. <laughs> no fun. I would just want to like test her willpower. Yeah. Just that. I think throwing it in her face is probably a great <laughs> way of like keeping her from eating it. I think that's fun. I also, you know, bond you as roommates. Yeah. Who's your roommate? Her is, name is Amanda. Is she's it a friend in, or like a stranger? She was a stranger previously, but now she's a friend. <laughs> I didn't know her I before. love, that's the way we should always describe friends. They were previously a stranger. Everybody's a stranger <laughs> before you're a friend. That's true. Oh, this is the girl that's in your videos cooking with you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yes, now I know. Uh, she's your sous chef or whatever. What Souk you, chef. Souk her chef. last name is Souk. That's so it. We made, obviously, it's, it has to be a pun. That's the always. other thing. You cook a lot in your videos. I do. Which I love because I feel very related to you in the cooking sense where it's like <laughs> just trying to get through it. But is there something that you cook like you're like, I make this really, really well? Chicken adobo. Filipino like dish. Oh. Done. Really? Yeah. Well, okay. I'll have to do it. Well, it's shit. bomb. I believe it. Pin it. Pin it. Pin it to the board. Pin it. Um, Okay. And the other question that I ask every single guest is to please tell us your worst 
pants shitting story or, you know, your closest call. Mm. But please only tell us in three words or three small phrases. So mine is uh, college jogging front lawn. Wow. Yeah. That paints a picture. Truly. Pretty quickly. Yeah. It's it's a memory <laughs> that doesn't leave. And uh, and now I feel like it's not even a memory at this point because I've said it so much. I say every <laughs> podcast that I'm like, am I making this up? <laughs> this feels fake now. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. I don't think I've, I've fully gone that far. Okay. But I was very, very close. Um, last week. No. Nope. Uh, three words. Oh God, three okay. small phrases. Three small phrases. Um, Macy's parking lot. Whoa. Does that work? Oh, that works. <laughs> and I also know that it was last week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's never been so. I was literally Googling like how to not do it. <laughs> on the way. I was like, I know this internally, <laughs> but I need to like, if there's any tips that I could have. That's <laughs> moments you're like, dear God, I hope no one checks my search history because Private this is browser. just, oh, that's so great. Well, we're going to take, um, on that note, a quick break. <laughs> and when we get back, uh, Megan's going to answer your questions that you guys have submitted through the Twitter. So um, good luck with your pinning in the meantime. <laughs> we'll be right back. Shall we? You don't have a choice. Unless you turn this off. Don't. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. We're just if you're if you're just catching up with us, we have been just discussing the depths of the best public restrooms <laughs> in the Los Angeles area. Where do you guys use the bathroom? Leave it in the comments. Subscribe and let us know. <laughs> Where's your favorite place to take a shit? <laughs> uh, targets are great. Uh, Macy's are great. Any department store in a mall is really fantastic because they usually have numerous bathrooms mm-hmm. yeah. and no one really thinks to use them. Starbucks is good too, but the problem with Starbucks is no, everyone Starbucks, knows. Everyone knows. Yeah, that's the thing. That's why I'm like department stores, people don't realize yeah. like everyone thinks Starbucks first or they think like uh yeah. you know food court of a of a mall. I Star- I can't use Starbucks bathrooms ever since living in New York because Oh, Starbucks bathrooms gross. in New York aren't bathrooms. They are changing rooms. Oh, geez. For the uh, people <sighs> yeah. who live on the street. Yeah. Oh, man. Usually Starbucks bathrooms I go into, I can't get into because they always have a code. And I don't know the oh. code. Like, all the time. Oh, yeah. You have to, like, buy something and they'll give yeah. you the code or they'll buzz you in. Are right. you a Starbucks yeah. drinker? I was. You and were. then I can't anymore because... Because My heart rate yeah. needs to stay normal <laughs> because it is exploding <laughs> my organs. Uh, but I do really like Starbucks. Do you? I don't enjoy Starbucks coffee. A lot of people are with you. Yeah. It, it To me, it tastes really burnt and that's, bitter. Yeah. That's what everyone says. But I think I like that. I like almost everything burnt. I feel like Starbucks is, a, is an introductory coffee for a lot of people. Yes. And so they don't know that coffee tastes differently than that. Yeah. And also, like, when you get the, the milkshake-y type, like, frappuccinos yeah, yeah, and course. that kind of thing, then you're like, oh, this is coffee. This is delicious. Yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, it's a milkshake. <laughs> but <laughs> get it, is, it right. It is delicious. Um, speaking of delicious things, we have some wonderful tweets that have been submitted uh, for you. Uh, there's a lot of burning questions that people <laughs> need answers to if you will regale them with some I'm wisdom. I'm ready. I didn't study, but I'm ready. 
This is a question that I actually want to know your answer to um, from Pomps Helbig wants to know, it's important. Best type of fries? Question mark. Chick-fil-A. <gasps> really? Yes. Waffle fries. Yes. Really? Are you not surprised? No, I'm, I'm, I love fries. I'm like, I want to open a bar called fries and salad where it's just because <laughs> all I do as a girl, I'm like, I should get a salad. Yep. But I really want french fries. Yep. And so I get both because I'm like, I'm a Libra. I'm a scale. I'm fair and balanced. <laughs> I should balance this. Uh, so I'm obsessed with french fries. Yes. What's and I know favorite? you are too. Uh, I don't know that I have a favorite. Uh, I don't have like a go-to. And so I guess I'm trying to figure it out. I'm on a vision quest right now, <laughs> trying to like make it happen for myself. I really like steak fries. Like I like thick cut fries. Yeah. That are, I also really like sweet potato fries. I Mm. And I know that's like a really basic bitch thing to say. I feel like I'm more basic every day because <laughs> yeah. I like every. I can't Here's make fun thing. of it anymore. I love Uggs and I love sweet potato fries. So <laughs> fuck all of you. Those are my favorites. <laughs> uh, yeah, I. I mean, they're so good. They're so good because I'm a big fan of the savory sweet combo. There's Vegan. no bad fry. <sighs> No bad fry. How is that not a t-shirt or a fucking throw <laughs> pillow that you sell? That's a great. Great slogan. Uh, make it happen. Let's see. Nick Dude 54 wants to know what is the cute animal act? What? What is the cute animal act you've ever seen not on the internet? Oh, that's a great like cutest animal. Uh, okay, how about this? What's the cutest animal that you've seen in real life? Uh there's this dog that is a famous dog, not Jif Palm. <gasps> Okay. Is that his name? Yes. Not not him. Not him. He's very, very cute. Jif Palm, I have a theory, oh is animatronic my. and not real. <laughs> I will, uh, it I will buy into that immediately. <laughs> but there's this dog. Uh, his name is Bimo, and he does <gasps> tricks. So, like, really good tricks. He rides skateboards. He jumps what? through hoops. What kind of dog? But a Pomeranian? Or? Oh, he's white. <laughs> I'm really not good at dog breeds, <laughs> uh, but but he does tricks. I'm into it. I'm into it. Yes, he's the cutest thing I've seen. Really, in real life? Yeah, he's in like a bunch of videos, bunch of like Aww. YouTube videos as like the dog, and uh, they would just do tricks. I gotta check him out. Yeah, uh, Wonderland Years wants to know favorite childhood movie. Oh, I like Matilda a lot. I have never seen Matilda. Well, don't see it now because it's weird. <laughs> I was literally, I quoted Matilda the other day and my boyfriend was like, why do you keep saying that? And I was like, it was this really amazing movie that I really liked as a kid. And so finally I was like, can I please show it to you? Uh Because he's very into like Martin Scorsese movies and all this stuff. Sure. And I'm like, well, this one's very not like that, but can we just watch it? And he was like, fine, sure. So I show it to him and his face the entire time is just confusion (laughs) of how is this not frightening an eight-year-old? Like it's weird and scary and awesome. Really? You shouldn't watch it. I was, no, I was literally, that's so funny that you say that because I was thinking about that in terms of children's TV shows the mm-hmm. other day. Uh, I was trying to like craft questions for a, a, a different project about children's TV shows that I grew up watching. And uh, SpongeBob SquarePants, if you try to like write a log line for it as an adult, mm-hmm. is like the most fucked up log line of yeah. all time. They uh-huh. were like, oh yeah, the sponge that lives in the sea that's friends with like a, a squid and a, a, a deep sea diving squirrel <laughs> and it works by flipping burgers. Like, yeah, that makes sense. That and is hilarious. The elephant show, I was trying to figure out the log line for. And it's I'm not like, familiar. 
I haven't I haven't Googled it because I'm like kind of freaked out that it might be like super weird <laughs> as an adult. But that's we've talked about this on the podcast like so many times. Yeah, it's, it's like uh, Sharon, Lois and Bram or something. Was the It's name like of three the show. adults that live in a house. Yeah. Yeah. Chris, sound guy Chris is like <laughs> nodding his head. Loves it. But it's like, what's the concept behind that? Three adults that live in a house that perform a concert at the end of every episode where they go skin marinky dinky dink, skin marinky dink. Oh, that's yeah. that? And then there's, but there's also like an elephant involved in some way. Some way. I can't remember because it was so long ago, obviously. But uh, <laughs> wasn't there a song too? It was like one elephant went out to play. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I was also thinking about Blue's Clues. Did you grow up watching Blue's Clues? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you think about that? Lots of pictures. An adult that lives in a cartoon world in this house that has to solve a mystery, has to use children to find (laughs) a hidden, children and his like cartoonish blue dog to find (laughs) something that he has misplaced. Yeah, but have you ever seen kids... Watch Blues Clues. Like oh, they back scream Blues Clues. at the yes. TV. Yeah, oh, yeah, they love it. But that's like that's the funniest part about watching it as an adult because when you watch like Dora the Explorer, <laughs> she sits. They wait for the children's response in mm-hmm. real time. But Whoa. when you watch it as an adult and you're not around children, it's like watching a sitcom without a laugh track. Right. That there's just these awkward pauses that you like. That's so funny. Is this real life right now? There's all these episodes of like the Big Bang Theory online mm-hmm. with the laugh track removed and they're oh, the most really they're the most awkward things to watch. Because it'll be like, uh Sheldon blah, blah 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 and Sheldon will be like, uh oh please. And then they just <laughs> stare at each other That's and the camera so cuts back and funny. forth. It's so awkward. I have to see that. Big Bang Theory does have one of the most active laughing tracks that I've ever seen on a sitcom. Oh. It's very for frequent. Sure. Are you like a are you an old school like friends? Oh yeah. Fanatic. I do love friends. It so is so much. So good. And it's so good. I've realized that friends like it's a show that really you don't need to know any beginning or end of any episode to, mm-hmm. to laugh within like the first five minutes yeah. of every episode. I'm big into it. Okay. Uh, Toff Sucks wants to know if you could touch any butt in the world. Oh, man. Whose booty would you touch? Oh, man. That is a very, you know, life-changing question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm not quite sure. Whose butt would you touch? Whose butt would I touch? If I could touch any butt in the world, like with consent, like let's assume that the other, it's not like you're sneaking, like you're doing like an Ashton Kutcher punked and you're trying to like (laughs) grab someone's butt. Let's assume that they're like, they understand it's happening and they're okay with it. Maybe the Philly fanatic. I think I would, because that, if for those of you that don't know, the Philly fanatic is the Phillies baseball team um, mascot. And it is, it is a fever dream of a mascot. What is it? It's a green... It's a giant... It sort of looks like a, a humanoid dragon, sort of. He's got that sort of, like, funnily nose. Yeah, but it looks like someone put a megaphone on, like, uh-huh. Oscar the Grouch and yeah, then, like, put a baseball like. shirt on him and said, get out there and be miserable. <laughs> Don't say anything. But he's so happy. Have you seen the Philly Fanatic? Oh, he's yeah, he's got best. a belly that jiggles. Yeah, yeah it's great. He's very bootylicious. I think that's a good, that's a good oh, choice. Oh, speaking... You just gave me who I wanted. Oh. Beyonce, oh. obviously. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, cool. yes, How yes. could you not? Oh, here's my question. Uh, if you could dance like with any like musical performer right now, like is there someone that's on your like top tier? Oh my gosh. Because you've danced of- like you've danced in like music videos and things yeah. like that, right? Mm-hmm. 
I haven't given that question thought in forever. That must be so freeing tonight <laughs> to be like, I don't have to do that. That's not my trajectory. I'm doing some other shit right now. I'm doing it for myself. I don't have to be a backup dancer. That I- is so... Actually, this is completely off of the whole like tour side of things. Uh-huh. Um, Bo Burnham was in an episode of Parks and Rec where yeah. he was a country music artist and I was so upset that did I didn't get that audition notification to be one of those country girls. Oh my oh are you Bo Burnham obsessed? Um I used to be obsessed. Same. But now I just I really respect him. Yeah. But I was definitely obsessed. I when he first came out with like his songs when he was like in the attic of his house mm-hmm. and you know very young Bo Burnham YouTube like 2009. Mm-hmm. I remember showing my boyfriend at the time and being like this is <laughs> Brilliant. And he was like, this is stupid. And I was like, <laughs> I was crushed. I was crushed. And then I remember Bo Burnham left YouTube for a while because he's now doing like stand up comedy. He right. also like grew six feet right. in height. <laughs> six and, additional feet to the six feet he was, probably. Yeah. And like, I think two years ago, I watched his comedy special and I was like, this is so good. And I like drunkenly, yeah. like, tweeted like this is the best and uh and now he has he done his second special yet or he's like he's on it i think i we watched one show once um that he was actually really sweet and gave us tickets to because we missed one of them i'm Uh, friends with his good friend uh gerard carmichael he has his own show now you should watch it's amazing (gasps) amazing um, but we were telling Gerard this story of how we didn't make it. I was flying from, I think, New York, and my uh-huh. boyfriend was flying from Spain. And to get back into L.A., but it was the same day that I booked these tickets to Bo's show. You guys are planning on landing and going to the show. <laughs> yes. God bless. So, huge storm in New York. Oh, my God. Got canceled. So many things were happening wrong. But I was like, okay, let me just switch my flight to go straight to San Diego. Yeah. And we were like, we don't have a, a car. And we were like, we'll figure it out when we get there. Yeah. So, my boyfriend lands from Spain, like, hours even before I even leave because New oh York was so God. bad. So we missed miss the entire show. We finally get to San Diego because San Diego we still booked an Airbnb. Yeah. So we got there maybe, like, six hours after the show ended. And oh. we were like, I hate my life. Oh, so no. we told Gerard. Gerard told Bo, and Bo got us tickets to the show at Largo. Oh, my which God. Which was so sweet of him. What a nice guy. Yeah, I was incredibly impressed with his... Humanity. Yeah. Um, But yeah, we saw a little bit of his show now, and it is incredible. I've never seen him live. It's very good. I've heard he's really great. Uh, Yeah, I heard he, like, drops in on different shows here Mm -hmm. in L.A. a lot. And, uh, yeah, it's it's just so interesting. I just still have this, like, and I'm sure a billion people have this, too, (laughs) of, like, that guy in the attic singing about math. And you're like, this is so great. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, I think he's, like... I think he's got a snark to him and a sarcasm. Oh, that's, yeah. It's, it feels very British in, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, in kind of like a, a fun way. You're like, <laughs> he's miserable, but it makes me happy. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's great. Okay. That question took a turn. It did take a turn. <laughs> oh, but you're into comedy. So, like, who are your top comedians to watch right now if you have other than Bo? Yeah. Um, I was the hugest fan of Aziz. I still oh, really yeah. do love Aziz, but I've seen him quite a few times. Um, I am a newfound Amy Schumer fan. Oh, yeah. Very hard. Yeah. Very hard fan of her. 
She, it's impossible to not be a fan. I think of so her. too. Yeah. I think that she's just cool. And you're like, I just want, can, you, can we just hang out? She's so that you can, I mean, you just need to like, just kind of be a mess in front of me. That'd be great. That's <laughs> it. And that's like her thing. She's a mess. She posted this like Instagram or Twitter the other day. I don't even remember what it was, but uh-huh. she was promoting something, but it was this like, maybe five-year-old photo it looked like it had the quality of it sure and it like she wasn't wearing a bra but just a t-shirt uh-huh. and like i think she had written like come watch my saggy nips at this place and i'm oh. like to have that much confidence her that's the thing it's her confidence is so inspiring yeah i i def- I still look at the photos of her falling in front of Kim and Kanye oh, on the yeah. red carpet. I'm like, that's amazing. Because <laughs> you know that that got talked about sure. in the car on the way over, in yep. the hotel while she was getting ready. And then, like, oh, it's just so good. She's so cool. Uh, okay. One Love Levate wants to know, woke up one morning and given the choice between dancing or makeup, what would you choose? Like, I could never do the other for the rest of my life? I guess so. Oh, my God. Yeah. How Is it intense? bad that I'm torn? <laughs> no, I'm literally like, oh, my God, this is a very intense question. I love makeup. Okay, so because much. you're... You just... This is me just going to... I'm fangirling right now, <laughs> but you just re-uploaded an eyebrow routine. I did. And I watched that, like... <laughs> a historian was watching a documentary about <laughs> World War II. Like, I was literally, like, taking notes and being like, yes, how? What What next? What next? Hi- underneath? I highlight underneath the brow. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, my God. That's so But that's the funny. fun thing is that I... I love watching people that are into makeup that I understand where they're coming from about it. I was talking to Lisa about this a little bit earlier that like the idea of not being a guru, but being like, this is what I've understood. Uh Let me relay this to you in the best way I can right now is to me like that's how I kind of take in information. Right. Because makeup gurus, they do it and and then I do it too and it does not do it. <laughs> like, you can't advertise this and it not be real. Like, yeah. no. So I feel like sometimes I always feel like the reason why I don't do too many of those is because I just feel like it's like taking something and like rendering it once and then rendering it 14 more times yeah. where the quality is so shit <laughs> of being like, why wouldn't I just watch like the 1080 one? For sure, for sure. So I, but there's so many people that asked about it and I, I used to do my eyebrows crazy and then I watched 50 million I would wake up and watch videos and go on Pinterest and then watch the videos all on eyebrows <laughs> and then I'm like okay I, I kind of feel good about my eyebrows now so it's really become uh sorry Jack this is gonna isolate you but it's really become an uh, a real defining moment in my adulthood is my understanding of the importance of filling in eyebrows <laughs> It's a thing. Yeah, it's really made me a woman uh, and not just a little girl anymore. And I so, appreciate this insight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Says the man who an hour ago was handing us candles to smell. <laughs> and judging them whilst he did it. I know. And just, yeah, hating all the scents. Um, <laughs> no. Is there, are there gurus that you watch that are like your go-tos? Um, I do like watching two girls in particular because I don't have to 
figure out my shade because sure. they have the oh, same yeah, skin yeah. tone that makes as sense. Me. Yeah, there's a girl named Nicole Guerrero. Okay. And another girl named Tenny. I don't know how to say her last name. Tenny sounds great. Tenny, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Better than 90. She's yeah. she's in it. But yeah, they're both like pretty like olive tan skin tones. So like yeah. if something looks good on them, I immediately just buy it. I'm like, I don't need to do anything else. That makes so much sense. God <laughs> yeah. bless YouTube. Thank you, YouTube. For right? For all that you do. Um. But you have to answer the question. Oh, gosh. Dance. I thought I got far enough makeup. away from it that you forgot. <laughs> no, this is a tent pole. Chris, sound guy Chris is on the edge of his seat <laughs> waiting for this answer. Oh, now he's literally on the he's edge of his seat. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Let's That's say so six months. Bad. Let's say six months, dance or makeup. Oh, dance for sure. Oh, well, then there you go. That was easy. <laughs> six months. I'm fine. Never again. I don't know. <laughs> but eventually in the future, we'll all have like hologram faces. Yeah. So, I mean, Snapchat update is already doing that for us. That's terrifying. Snapchat update. I literally like spent a half hour this morning just laying in my bed. This My Snapchat has just become like a personal experiment for myself that I forget <laughs> other people can see. And I found out yesterday my stepmom watches my Snapchat and she said the word Snapchat on the phone with me. And I was like, what? She's like, yeah, I saw that you were you weren't Snapchatting while you were away. I was like, excuse me? What did you? It was like the most <laughs> offensive thing that she could have said. That is so funny. What's your go-to social media? Oh, gosh. I usually would say Instagram, but I think that's what I like the most. Yeah. But I'm on Snapchat constantly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For no reason. It's, uh, Snapchat's kind of my favorite social media because I feel like it's the most raw form of everyone. It, is. it really is. Other than like Periscope or whatever a live right. feed would be, Snapchat's just like, here I am. Yeah. No it's thought. <laughs> and it's actually pretty great. It is great. It also, I, I think it gives... I, I, I really love... Um, I don't know if you guys check like the Los Angeles story or like the New York Hardly. story. Sometimes when I really want to feel kind of like nostalgic about the place that I live in, <laughs> I check those stories, especially New York. If I miss New York, sometimes I'll like try and check the New York Snapchat story. Uh-huh. And it's like watching uh, a music video. It's like, no, 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 we need help. Oh my gosh. You can't see this on the podcast, but I just spilled a Bloody Mary on my laptop. Oh it's all right. See if I can do anything. Every, and Megan just ran out of the room to find things. Oh gosh, yeah, we're going to make a mess. I should turn it off. Here, Sound here. guy Chris says I should turn it off. Oh no, laptop, you're going to be drunk. It's okay. I honestly was thinking the other day about oh, upgrading my laptop. Oh my gosh. I just need to put the. Oh, I, I'm. Well, it's oh, tweeting geez. something crazy. <laughs> it's drunk already. And this will be the secret that no one knows about. But I appreciate everyone's complete panic <laughs> in that scenario. Uh, I really, really, oh. truly do. Uh, what were you talking about? Eyebrows? Makeup? Probably. Dancing Probably. with the Philly Fanatic on Pinterest, I think. Oh, God. Yeah, that's a good bookmark. It's <laughs> <laughs> become such a fever dream. Uh, no, I. what's next, Megan Batoon? Oh, gosh. What's going on? What's happening? What's, what's, what's the next thing? In my life? Sure. In, um, in all of the things. Well, here the one question that I wanted to ask about, like, you know, encompassing kind of like stand-up comedy is that you host like live 
uh, dance events. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And so what's that like? Because are you you're like infusing comedy into this dance world, which I think is so cool and so interesting. It's good that you think that because not a lot of other people. I mean, that's my question is like, what's that audience like? Is it like it's people that want to see dance, Mm -hmm. but also want to be entertained? And I assume in like a variety of ways. Yeah. Well, they're not expecting to be. So a lot of times that you watch Dance Moms, right? I think I read that once. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like big into. Well, I yes. Yes. The new season isn't out yet. I don't think. It's Nia DM'd me once and it changed my life. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, yes. uh, Yeah. So it's imagine that not on that level, but of full of parents watching their kids and a lot of um, a lot of other community dancers do it, too. They all come and we do this competition where I have to host it. But the thing is a competition. It is. okay. it's a competition in the beginning of the day. And then at the very end, we have headliners. So. Oh, I see. Yeah. So it's like you come to stay for the like the show at the end. But people are competing. Um. The thing about it is that people are going for the dance and they okay. don't realize that people have to judge it. So they need time to tally things up. Oh, so people are like, I'm bored. Exactly. Yeah. They're like, we don't care about your jokes. Just leave. <laughs> like, oh like, my gosh. I'm not selfishly taking up your time. I'm trying to entertain you while this thing happens. <laughs> I'm at the doing same time. this for you. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, I mean, every now and then when the crowd seems super dead or like really not into it, I'll yeah. like start rapping. <gasps> and usually that gets them a little bit more like, oh, now we kind of want to listen to you. Wait, you okay? I don't Hold rap, on. no. You, <laughs> but you I just said that like it was no big deal. <laughs> Every now and then, when the crowd's not into it, I just start rapping. <laughs> what do, you just start freestyle rapping? Oh no, I only know one rap. <laughs> and I do it, it like I'm pretty sure it's a lot of places on the internet. If I like put them all together. Like, it would just be like, me in this place, me in this place. Just oh, doing, just doing the, the same, same rap. rap. <laughs> the same rap. I don't... And but it's is, like, it, is it an original rap? <laughs> no. Oh, It's okay. Nicki Minaj on a feature. It's not even her own song. Oh, my so God. Some people think it's my own, but I definitely am like, nah, this is Nicki for sure. Uh, I love it. <laughs> Are you going to go into your own original raps anytime soon? Well, here's my question. Are you going to do any, like, comedy? Like, are you going to get into stand-up comedy and try oh. and do that kind of thing? <laughs> I would love to, but I don't think I ever could. Why? Oh, gosh. I just know. Like, <laughs> How just, dare you? Just thinking about being on stage with all that silence just makes me feel like I would want to, like, dig a hole in the stage and just sink. That's kind of the beauty of the internet is that the silence is, like, your own choosing. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, you don't have oh, to deal gosh. with any of that. I would love to, but I do, I do like to write comedy raps. I do, like, some music every now and then. Not good, but definitely really fun to do because nice. it's, it's, I guess it's in a way, like, influence kind of like Bo's old stuff or I guess his stuff in general. For sure. Um, but that's, like, as far as into comedy that I would go, but... Well, I'm excited <laughs> for whatever comes next in the world of like what's uh okay, this is me trying to understand the world of like dance in the new uh I guess whatever the new incantation of it is going to be. Mm-hmm. Is there uh how am I asking this? Is there or what's the, I guess the with all these like reality shows and with like you know the world of dance on the internet? What's the next thing you see for that? 
I don't know. We a lot of we have these conversations a lot. Do like you dancers? Because it's just it, there's two completely separate worlds of it. There's like the online um, viral video kind of stuff that's in, just in sure. a dance class, and then it's little kids dancing. And sure, sure, sure. It's that, and then there's the the other stuff where it's still online, but it's a little bit more conceptualized, which is like what my stuff would fall into. Yeah. Then there's the reality world of everything: dance moms, ABDC, so you think. Mm-hmm. And it, there's so much politics and everything that like. Everything that's popular right now is the viral dance videos, but uh. I don't know how long that's going to last because uh, everyone can just watch it and it's really awesome and everything. But like, yeah. where's the longevity of it? It's not changing history at all. It's literally just like, oh, Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar is really popular now. Let's put out a video to it. Right. And it's just moves and that's it. Like, it's not it's doing not moving things anything. Forward. Exactly. So. It just moves. It's not moving <laughs> things forward. Yeah. I guess my big question is, when are you and Maddie Ziegler going to put out a dance video? <laughs> or is so there someone funny. in the reality dance world that you're like, I want to collaborate with that person? Oh, gosh. It's so funny that I got an email from someone at Dance Moms to <gasps> choreograph something for Maddie. Um, to choreograph something for her? Yeah, which is like, I I like searched her and uh-huh. I was like, are you legit? And she is the producer. So I was like... I'm just going to send this to my manager because I don't know what's going on. Yeah, because that literally could come from, like, that could have been me. That was my Gmail. That was my secret (laughs) Gmail account. It's called MaddieSigglerForLife at (laughs) gmail.com. Hey, can you send me a query? Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's so interesting. So it, it was very interesting, but I mean, I don't, I don't think I have like any like main person, but she seems really cute. I watched like some recaps of her and she seems like a really cute kid. She's doing it. She's doing it. Well, I am so excited that you've been here with me. Thank you for engaging in this dumb, fun conversation. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for panicking when my laptop got (laughs) uh, spilled on by myself with my own Bloody Mary. Uh, And for all of that, I want to give you the gift that everyone on the podcast gets, which is that you can tweet absolutely anything you want from my Twitter account right now. Um, I would just ask that it's not racist or homophobic. (laughs) Uh, you know, I can't really control everything you do. Oh, do so. I have to do it while we're on here? Uh, yes, 100%. Oh, my lip. <laughs> yeah, it's become a psychological test for every guest on the show. Should I talk about how my temperature is high because I'm under so much pressure? You can do it. I have faith in you. The entire spectrum of oh my tweets, I think, has been... I mean... I think so. I think, I think so too. How's it going, Megan? I'm going the different route of nothing to uh, nothing to fart barf jokes, but more of um, bad comedy, which I think could be worse for you. I'm into it. I'm into it <laughs> because you're so idea. naturally funny that they're going to be like, "This is a really bad tweet. What's wrong with Grace?" If you could tweet from anyone's Twitter account, who would you want to tweet? The from? Rock. Really? <laughs> yeah. What would you tweet? Shit. Yeah, that's the problem. This is the this is the issue. But why would you say the rock? He because came to your he's, mind instantly. He's got because he has such an engaged audience mm-hmm. of very, I assume, positive, receptive, inspired human beings. Or people that really are looking to him for inspiration. Because yeah, he is those three things for sure. Oh my god. You follow his Instagram? I do. It's just like And his relationship with his treadmill? <laughs> I mean, talk about a rom-com. <laughs> <laughs> really? It is intense. Uh, yeah, his captions are essays mm-hmm. of inspiration. He also, do you follow him on Snapchat? No. Oh, God. 
So I got to go do some stuff. <laughs> I had no idea. Uh, or maybe they're actually, maybe they're the Instagram videos I'm thinking of. It's hard to, hard to keep track these days. Yeah. No, he posts a lot of Instagram videos. I might be thinking of Instagram videos though. It's, it's, uh, it's just interesting because, um, he'll post these videos. Maybe it's on Instagram mm-hmm. where like it, it cuts off mid sentence. Yeah. And he posts it anyway. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yes, no, I mean, that's kind of like the beauty of it is that, or he'll post one where it's like very clearly a joke or a bit but he leaves the camera going so that he can laugh at the end to let you know, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know this is a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's just so goddamn charming. All right, back to zero now. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's there's also emojis. There's emojis. Oh, never underestimate, never underestimate the power of an emoji. Of, no, this is a sign of, like, a true comedian. Like, she's crafting right now. This, this is terrible. This is honestly how I would be. And this is why I always feel so bad every time I give someone. That's why, like, in the beginning, I was like, maybe we should, like, cut when we give them the phone. And Jack's like, no. Yeah, this oh, is my. Part of the, this, this is part, part of, of it? Yeah. Oh, dear. Because <laughs> I would literally be like, well, fuck, this is a reflection of me and everything I have to offer the world. How do I do this? I think I'm going to be the first person that can't do this. Oh, no, come you on. Have to. You, you have, have to. You have to. You guys, not only, my anxiety level is at an all-time high. It's not just your gift. It's also your sentence. It's become a punishment. <laughs> you, can't, you can't leave until you tweet from Grace's account. Anything you want. If you really, if you're gonna just punt, just just at least tweet a poop emoji or something. (laughs) (laughs) So at least it's something. Jack's like, you can't just post nothing. I mean, can you post nothing? I don't think you can. You could post like a space. Yeah, can you? You probably can. That's the only one way to find out. (laughs) All right, I'm gonna find out. (laughs) That's, uh, yeah, I'm actually very curious about that. Just say that you tweeted it in invisible ink. (laughs) That last tweet was in invisible ink. That's funny. And just say, this is the greatest joke of all time. Sorry. (laughs) Let's see. Okay, I did it. You tweeted a space? Yeah. Did it work? Well, I did like a... Like, <laughs> like an underline. Oh, space. Then, oh, it's a, it's a, it's an underline that says, "Am I Taylor Swift yet?" Because <laughs> it's a blank space. It's there. How dare oh, you? That's How clever. How dare you? Also, it looks like. I mean, it looks very. Oh, good. My book editor just favorited it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you have a fan. Someone hey. got it. Yeah. Reese Chapman says blank space. Great. Oh, Good job, Reese. The visual puns, Megan Batune. I had no idea that that was even like a world to investigate. Way too clever. I have to it's go back thing. and watch all of that. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for being here. <laughs> Sorry to leave you it on such this long. I, no, honestly, this is not... Chester took probably two or three times as long as this. And we only say that it was only 10 minutes because we were just like, this is the first time we're doing this podcast. Blah, 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 yeah, we're blah. like, is this how long it's going to take? <laughs> I know. That's, I was like, maybe we should like cut when I give him the phone. Uh, I hope that you had fun. This was really, I did. Thank you. I had a great time. If you guys want to see us engage in more dumb shit, uh, please go over to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash it's grace and watch Megan and I, uh, Challenge challenge ourselves to sniff out autumn scented Bath and Body Works candles. 
it's, you know, it's meaningful content that will change <laughs> your life. Also, make sure you go over to Megan Mattoon's YouTube channel. Where else can they find you on the internet? Just Megan Mattoon. Exactly. Perfect, perfect. It's really great stuff. Thank you for listening. We'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. Bye. Too deep. Too deep. Too deep. Not too deep. This Grace Helbig. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated, produced and directed by Jack Ferry. Thanks to Eileen and everyone at the YouTube space, and an extra special thanks to Flula for our awesome theme music. <laughs> <laughs>